0: live from the robinson auto group studios in the heart of the ohio valley this is the watchdog morning show with howard monroe yes it's a good day for singing a song and it's a good day for moving along yes it's a good day how could anything be wrong a good day for.
1: Well, good morning, Grand Valley. Hello there. How are you? How are you? How are you? And all those kind of things. It is 7.09, 9 after the hour. We are the Watchdog Morning Show. Getting it away for a brand new week of uh, big gig shows, the Swing and Soiree, as I like to say. We're here until 10 this morning. You're welcome to join us on the phone lines, 304-232-8255, or join me on the text line, 304-214-1600. Bob Slider, I am chuckling. Friday we did the segment uh, that really got out of hand on what restaurants do you miss? That, Are the texts
2: uh, still coming in, Howard? Yes,
1: I've got. I'm looking here. I just turned the text line on. I've got ten texts still coming in from from last week's uh, subject. Um, we talked about Apple Jacks. Somebody talked about Apple Jacks last week. I didn't remember that where it was. How, Howard, Apple Jacks was in Cameron. Okay. Did not know that. Um I miss Augustino's Pizza, someone said. And the Pizza Inn. Remember the Pizza Inn?
2: I do, yes. Oh uh, yeah.
1: Used to go out there and have a great time. Uh little beer, a little fun. A little good time out there. I wasn't there. that
2: old yet, Howard. But later on. I yeah. wasn't either. <laughs> <laughs> Howard didn't some beer in the pizza Inn.
1: Let me see uh, real quick what else. These are left over from Friday. They're still talking about this stuff. Uh hold on. I can't believe
2: come on. You got me I, hanging your hair, can't I, believe. What?
1: I don't know what to I can't believe you have John on for a limited time and you run the news.
2: McCabe? Friday was McCabe's day. Well yeah, I imagine they're talking about John. John was here for not quite a whole hour, but uh, I guess they want us just to check. when John's here, let him just give news. No more news. You've been no
1: news. <laughs> McCabe is the news. We will
2: only do
1: some McCabe news.
2: God forbid if we say the weather while John's here. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: uh do not no John doesn't like that either, so we've got that to contend with. Um you, you had mentioned TJ's last week. This which which I thought everybody knew this, but maybe not. Was TJ's in some way connected to Elby's? I
2: believe, uh, well, he, he married a Bori. Yeah. And I believe he worked for them. Uh, Bill Bryson would know the answer to and, that.
1: And, well, they were, they are, they are, TJ and the Bori family is directly connected. Yeah, he is a Bori. And TJ's was kind of an homage to Elby's. Coleslaw LB's. was the same. The Coleslaw, they, they they had to, for, for, um, couldn't
2: say sl- slim for, jam. For
1: patent reasons, you know, yeah. legal slam it, jam. So it's the slam jam. Uh, it used to be the Swiss Miss; they have to call it the Mountaineer Miss. But yeah, no, TJs is indeed um, kind of, a, like I say, kind of a follow-up to Elbies. Their intent there is to put as much of the old Elbies menu there. And as he can. did. And he did. Strawberry pie. Frio Stack Auction Service Text Line. Howard, we enjoyed seeing you on the Big Seven Friday night. Well, be your recommendation to alleviate traffic back up to the Stone Arch Bridge.
2: <laughs> you are an expert, Howard. You I are apparently the traffic have expert. I
1: somehow, thanks to DK Wright Channel 7, I have somehow become <laughs> a traffic expert. People everywhere were talking to me about What's Howard that? say
2: about that driving jam? Howard,
1: apparently you, you know all there is to know about that tra- I don't know.
2: I loved it when you got real serious talking about the intersection there at Annabelle Avenue. You had that real serious <laughs> look. And, well, it's, you, you should because they got to be very, very careful there because that is a disaster. And you hit it right. It's a five-point inter- <laughs> five intersection. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: So, but, man, did I get comments on that. Very positive comments. And you're right. That what I must have gotten very stern at one point because someone said it was like you were lecturing you did, us. Yes, you
2: got serious when you talked about Otto Bell Avenue. <laughs> you must be serious about this. Uh so well they used to have a traffic guy, Howard. Maybe you can be the the get up extra, I extra could, early and be a part of the uh, the morning team there and do your traffic. Can updates. I do the helicopter? Beat your chest a little bit, Howard. I'm in the chopper up above. <laughs> <laughs> Howard anyway, is hovering. Anyway,
1: I did have some. I had quite a few comments on that, and uh, you know, people thinking I'm a, I'm nothing. I'm just a guy going. Oh man, this is gonna be a mess getting to work. That's that's all it is. And of course, one of the alternate routes. you talking about the timing of the way our our uh, you know our, our construction goes, Bob. One of the alternate routes when the stone arch bridge in umgrove Grove is closed. One of the recommendations is. If you are going to the Elm Grove side of the bridge, as opposed to the McDonald's side, you're going to be in the Elm Grove side, and you are coming from the east, coming from the highlands, out like that way, you're supposed to take the interstate, go all the way out to Washington Avenue, turn around, and come back, <laughs> which is why I kind of chuckled when this crossed my mailbox on Friday. Washington Avenue uh, will be restricted to one lane of traffic <laughs> while they do, nice. some, do
2: some work, so Jeez, and Howard, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer too early here at seven fourteen on a oh, well, Monday no, morning. But think about this, and it does happen. And there was a wreck on uh, Two Mile Hill on uh, the weekend. I think there was there was maybe a little bit of problems Saturday and Sunday.
1: There were some serious problems uh, on the snow day, Saturday, right. Yeah. So
2: think about this, Howard. They closed the Hump Bridge, and now there's a detour because you cannot go up Two Mile Hill. So now everybody traveling seventy or four seventy is getting off in Elm Grove. What a disaster that is going to be! We have seen how that happens now. Even you won't when, be able to
1: move when you have to when four seventy somehow is closed, and if they have to travel through the Grove. Yeah. So we. I don't want to repeat myself either from TV or you are the expert, Howard. <laughs> from here, but uh, so that was a morning text this morning saying uh, that they thought I did a good job on on TV. 7.15 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 42 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 37 at the Highlands. It's cold still in my backyard. 28 degrees. We still 30 here? 30. 30 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network studio. It's going to be sunny and warm. High in the 60s today. In fact, that's the way it's going to be almost all week. But showers come in tomorrow. More rain on Wednesday. Maybe some light snow on Thursday. That snow kind of caught me by surprise on
2: Saturday. Well, I don't know why it did. Adam said it was going to snow. He said, you know, it's one of those deals where it's going to maybe be a mixture. You just don't know where you're exactly where you know where you're at at the time. You might get it. You might not. You don't remember that? I don't remember that.
1: I knew it was going to be cold. In fact, I, I knew it was going to be freezing-ish, but I didn't realize we get snow. Teddy slept with us when Teddy, uh, Teddy stayed at our house on Friday night. And uh, when Teddy stays at our house, we have, um, I forget what he calls it. It's a sleepover party or something. We sleep in the living room. He sleeps on the sofa. I sleep next to him. Nancy sleeps in the chair across the way. And it's fun. Anyway, but Saturday morning, I'm me, 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 me. All of a sudden, I feel something kicking me, kicking me, kicking me, kicking me. Granddad, granddad, granddad. There's snow outside. There's snow outside. What? I woke up and saw the snow out there. Snow wasn't so bad, at least not in my neighborhood. I guess in some places it was, but the ice really was bad over the weekend. Yeah,
2: I bet a few folks uh, hit the deck uh, because of the ice, Howard.
1: And there were um, multiple accidents, sliding off the road, all that sort of stuff. And uh, uh, seventy was shut down for a while, and so on. And that's, this was Saturday. We're not talking about today, but it was uh, it was a heck of a weekend. Uh, Anything you do, and but we Teddy was with us both days, sat, fr- Saturday and Sunday, and Friday for that matter. So. Uh, we were we were playing with Teddy all day. Went out scootering yesterday, and you uh, were on a scooter, Howard. I raced him. What? <laughs> I raced him. We go up and down the street, and um, hey, Granddad, can you race me? Yes, I can. There is video which I have not posted of me huffing and puffing up and down the street, running down the street. Trying, I want to see that. <laughs> trying to keep up with Teddy,
2: but we didn't get out and do much. Did you do anything all, at all this weekend? I watched a lousy movie on Saturday night. Uh, I do have something I got to get to today, Howard. Lola Miller is going to come in and uh, relieve me at 9 o'clock. I have a funeral to get to. Anyone that ever spent any time in Elm Grove or Lumber Avenue, especially or Overbrook Avenue, Florence Behrens passed away after a long just worked hard her whole life and uh, she passed away, Howard. So I have a funeral to attend. And I thought about this coming in and, and I don't know if it's ever been said before. Maybe I just heard it, but but Flo, uh, she was one of those people, Howard, that just her. One of her main things in life was just helping other people. Yeah. She was just a good Christian, you know. She just whether you needed a, a, a ride to the uh, the bank or your doctor or the store, I mean, Flo was there and she, and she she did this for decades and decades. She was one of the most compassionate women I ever I ever knew. And I thought, you know, she would give you if you needed them. She would take off her shoes and give you the shoes off her feet. <clears throat> but also, Howard, she would take a shoe off and beat you with it if, <laughs> if, if she need, if you she thought you needed Are that. Are you too. speaking of experience? Well, sir? I respected her, and I was maybe a little quick. If I was going to give her any back talk, I, there was some distance between us. <laughs> and you better have that. But she was just a terrific woman, and I'll have to cut out a little early, Howard, to uh, to attend her funeral t- this morning.
1: Um, I've reached that stage, and well, I. Uh, sympathies for you and those who lost her. and She had uh, a good life. And um, But I'm reaching that stage of life where I'm reading the obits more frequently and I notice more people passing away that I knew, uh, most of which I'm not going to bring to the show. Uh, there are two that have passed away this weekend I want to take note of. Dr. Ronnie Rittenhouse uh, passed away uh, last week. And Dr. Ronnie was one of the mental health experts that used to come on this show all the time she was a frequent guest when I needed someone to talk about mental health issues Ronnie was one of the first people I would go to and so she was a frequent guest on this show over the years in later years we hadn't talked much but she was one that in the 80s maybe uh just all the time she was on with me Dr. Ronnie Rittenhouse passed away this weekend and Marilyn Mendelson passed away this weekend Marilyn um I hate to identify anybody by their spouse but she was the uh, her former husband was Jack Mendelson who owned Imperial Display and was a big businessman here in town. Jack has passed already. Uh, and Marilyn Mendelson passed away this weekend or uh, it was it was in the obits this weekend. And uh, Marilyn worked for several radio stations in sales. So a couple of you know again I I'm finding more and more anymore I see in the obits of people that I know but those two came out and struck me cuz they both had a uh, had a radio connection, so since you were talking about flow passing, I thought
2: I'd mention those as well. Yeah, yeah. One day, Howard, real quick, another quick story. Uh, I went to a game with her. Her, her. her youngest son, Mark, was playing football, junior high, and uh, when the game was over, we were walking past the other team's bus. And Flo was a big, strong woman, <laughs> and uh, a couple of the players on the team thought it would be funny to uh, the heckle the the the, the plus size woman as Uh-oh. she walked by her Uh-oh. bus. Uh-oh. There were three or four of us that tried to keep Flo off of the bus, Howard, but we couldn't. And she didn't get physical, but she was just—I I remember looking at their faces when when she asked them if they would like to repeat to her what what they had said earlier. Would early. you like to say that again? Yeah, to my they, face. they, they yeah, did. They, they were scared to death. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, so Lola's going to be here with me for an hour. She
2: She will. Nine o'clock hour. Oh, I
1: appreciate that. Uh, appreciate her coming in early too. Thanks to her for that. We'll talk me to too. About um, so what are we going to do today? With two major layoffs in West Virginia this month, over 1500, closer to 2000 people being unemployed just this month. What's the legislature trying to do? What are they doing Howard? Cut unemployment benefits. <laughs> just this month, Close to 2000 people given the axe up here in Cle- Cleveland uh, Clifford what do they call Clifford Cleveland Cliffs up at the Weirton, 900 just there alone. Another 500 down south in um, some plant down there. Two major layoffs totaling over well over 1,000, closer to 2,000
2: people. And the legislature, bless their heart, they want to cut unemployment benefits. It's almost funny. How stupid can you be? These folks need help. The
1: Phil Kabbler wrote a piece about this in the Charleston Gazette, wrote a piece about the legislature. And it's a line that has been used before, and I used it on Facebook over the weekend. It is almost as if with this legislature – the cruelty is the point. Why do you do it? Because it's cruel and we can. I mean, how, how do you take unemployment benefits away when you just as a state of it? Well, we'll talk about that, and I will have a rant about the cruelty is the point. Willie Merrick Elliott coming with us today as he begins some extensive travel. He told me he's starting to do some statewide traveling now to uh, let the rest of the state know about him as he seeks the U.S. Senate seat currently being held by Joe Manchin. We'll talk about how fundraising is going, what kind of response he's getting. How's he going to deal with Don Blankenship? I think that's going to be one of his biggest problems. We'll try to get a sense of where the mayor is headed as he heads off towards, hopefully, the Senate. That's coming up later on today. Another visit with Randy Chamberlain, Moundsville resident, who has more Memories Around the Mound Remember the old-fashioned filling stations? I think we did a segment about that ourselves on filling stations and the old gas stations. Once upon a time, Randy has a segment in his book on the Moundsville filling stations of days gone by. We'll reflect on those memories and more. Arming teachers with concealed weapons passed the House, still pending in the legislature. It has a lot of teachers' concern, but they're mandating it anyway. In fact, they told the House said that no school district can can override them. If the school says, we don't want teachers packing heat in our classroom, legislature says, too bad, you can't have it, we're going to do it our way. Reporter Amelia Nicely from the West Virginia Watch has been dealing with that. She will join us to talk about that. So that is a bit what I have. Uh, and we'll talk about all of that uh, coming up this morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, Slider may have some more things to offer us. And you may, too, at 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, the, the uh, FrioStack Auction Service text line, or 304-232-8255, FrioStack Auction Service phone lines. 724, Watchdog Morning Show for a Monday.
3: Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, Choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be one of the first people in my family to go to college. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I could still hold while I served part-time. That job, along with the benefits I got through the West Virginia Army National Guard, help me buy my first home. I also know that I'll be one of the first to respond if the Ohio Valley ever needs me during a natural disaster. I'm Sergeant Andrea Gump, and if you'd like to join my team, visit www.nationalguard.com wv for more information, or check out our Instagram or Facebook at WeGuardWestVirginia.
4: What if your bank offered new checking and savings accounts with a very low balance required, online bill pay and debit cards issued right away? I would like that. What if that bank had extended hours every business day and were open on Saturdays and most holidays? That's incredible. And if all their accounts had low fees or no fees? That's money in the bank, the right bank. Open your checking and savings account at Main Street Bank. You deserve a bank this good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
3: Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at wwwfdagovernor drug disposal.
0: The coffee is brewed. Phone lines are open. And the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. It's
2: another manic Monday. Wish it was Sunday. That's my fun day. I
1: don't wish it was Sunday. I wish it was Friday again. (laughs) I I didn't get it. I had a great weekend because there's nothing in my life I enjoy more than spending time with Teddy. Don't get me wrong. But uh it took all of that we didn't not get a chance to go out to eat didn't get a chance to go out and take a ride didn't do anything of, of course couldn't do it on saturday anyways i guess so uh, didn't go out and play in the snow either which i thought we would do but we didn't do that
2: better it's going to be march here soon howard how many opportunities are you going to have yeah that wasn't the best snow uh, for, for that type of thing hey real quick uh way to go and a not so way to go uh, our, <laughs> our colleague john mccabe just really knocked it out of the park uh well, the Saturday slash uh, Sunday, the uh, Sunday News
1: Register on Saturday. You can
2: get on Saturday morning. Yes, uh, his uh, his editorial, editorial towards the you know the Super Six, and again, John uh, said it perfectly. Nobody was surprised. The shocker was well, I, well, Charleston's sn- not getting
1: got it. I fully expected after thirty years, with several good bids being put up by other s- cities, I fully expected that. The Super 6 would move out of Wheeling. But I did not see Charleston in that mix made no sense to me still makes no sense to me and that's what John was saying
2: yeah 30 years ago you lost it for those things that you say I guess needs to be a shot in the arm the stadium still nothing compared to Wheeling Island Stadium the only thing that they have going for them Howard is it's in you know somewhat the middle of the state where it's it's not a a, a seven hour track for for some of the folks that's the only thing Charles can, can say and again I hate them I hate Kanawha County but and the other thing Thing that I hate. I can't believe I dedicated two plus hours to watch this movie. Well, what was the movie? It was called Priscilla. Priscilla? Well, it was does a, not sound like a movie you would even dial into. Priscilla married to the king, Elvis Presley. Oh, so I thought, man, okay, Priscilla we might Priscilla Presley. I got we're you. We're gonna That's get it. a couple tidbits here. I know Elvis was hitting that you know when she was 15 16 years old, <laughs> but it was the worst movie. And if if, if you ever after listening have watched this movie, why? And it, and it just got to be so bad that I had to watch it through the end. I should I should have aborted ten minutes into uh, it. Netflix. Uh, one I of think those I got sermons? it on Max, Howard. I think that's sermons. where I found it. And I thought, okay, this is Elvis inside. You like Elvis. inside yeah, yeah, you know, she's gonna she's gonna tell me something here. And the, the really the point that she tried to make was. When she was a teenager, she became pretty much addicted on pills, too, because it right. was Elvis. He was so – her point of view was he was just so controlling. So don't watch that don't movie. Don't watch – do not watch <laughs> that movie.
1: Well, I, I did do something over the weekend, which I think is uh, – you may have even read this. There's a new book. Well, I don't think it, – it's brand new. I just got it. Uh, it's – it's um, I forget what it's called. After the Power, something like that. It is a, it is a biography – a story of eight presidents – and what they did after they got out of the presidency, how they continued to try to remain uh, uh, vital after the presidency. you got to think about that. I've often thought about that. What do you do? You've had the most powerful position in the world, and you're gone. Well, of course, we know what one guy does. You just say, I'm sticking around. I don't care what you all say. But other than that... Uh, how do they handle it? And so he picked eight presidents. I've only read the Thomas Jefferson chapter so far. I think it's something you might like, though. It's looking at how they, uh, how d- different pre- ex-presidents coped with being ex-presidents. Uh, Some kind of went into obscurity. Some just committed themselves to service, like Jimmy Carter. Um, I had forgotten George W. Bush turned to painting. He became quite a good painter and started doing a lot of painting. Um, again, I've only read one full chapter, Thomas Jefferson. Uh, but it was, uh, it was really interesting. And so uh, that, 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 is my, that was my weekend reading something new, something different. Uh, 7.31, 29 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I was going to do my rant here, and I think maybe I'll wait until later. Uh, the cruelty is the point. Um, as I said this weekend on Facebook, the level of superiority and insensitivity Of the Republican supermajority in the legislatures almost beyond belief. Uh, They are imposing their own will on other all throughout the state. They're telling cities and towns they cannot change what the legislature has decided they're going to do this armed teachers in the classroom, concealed weapons. in the cl- This is going to turn into be a disaster in my mind, absolutely disaster. We're going to talk to Amelia nicely about this in the latter hour of the show today. But it's going to turn into be a disaster. Why do it? The cruelty is the point. Some of the stuff they just do to be cruel. Again, the biggest, most horrific thing right now is literally today they're considering cutting unemployment benefits when literally just the last two weeks – we had two giant layoffs of employees in West Virginia. 900 people in Weirton, another 500 or more down in the southern part of the state laid off at uh, an aluminum plant. I think it was an aluminum plant. And um, why, why? Why would you do that? The cruelty is the point. Just to show you can? Just to be mean? Is it because you don't like laborers, you know, the working men and women, Do you just do you, they're not business people, so you don't support them? When, I've asked this question over and over again, Bob, and you keep saying never, and God, I hope you're wrong. When will reasonable Republicans and Democrats in West Virginia, yes, Republicans as well, when will reasonable Republicans and Democrats decide enough is enough? We're not going to put up with this crazy stuff that they're doing out of the legislature somebody's got to put vote in elected officials who actually want to improve the state and the lives of our
2: citizens a couple things really jump out at me howard i always thought that it wasn't even that close i thought there was more democrats in the state of west virginia than there was republicans but that that's not the case anymore no no okay so the second thing that jumps out at me is can't you just say, man, they're just going too far? They're that's out it. of control. That's it. That's if, exactly. if you can't reel it in, then we got to get somebody else in there because you guys are just the extreme. We can't have that. That is my argument here. And that's why
1: every time I've written this uh, on Facebook or Twitter, X, um, I say reasonable Republicans and Democrats. Look, I don't mind having Republicans in office, in power. Who have a different idea of how to make the state better? Okay, I really don't. That's fine. We can have that debate. Let's argue about these things. What's the right direction for this? You know, we believe that cutting taxes all the time is a good thing. Well, I don't. I think investing in the state is better. But that's a, that's a debate we can have. These people, you know, going to arm the teachers, uh, going to uh, uh, define men and women. We're going to uh, ban
2: books. That's you. You're. They've gone too far. Yeah, but Howard. Part of the problem is that the Democrats had power for so long, and the Republicans couldn't even get in just this much. So now they're like a dog off a chain. Well, they're, I got they're, they're just out of control.
1: I understand how it got here. I fully do, and and it is completely the Democrats' fault. We did not properly adapt to some changing times, and I'm I'm all I'm all with that. I'm I I know how we got here but i and again i don't i don't want us well i mean i do do i want us to go back to the days when democrats controlled everything and the democratic way was the only way yes i do but what i'm arguing here is can't we get reasonable elected officials with whom we can have honest policy disagreements instead of all this culture war stuff banning books um, You know, spending time worrying about putting in God we trust on classroom walls. I don't care about it, but what a waste of time, though. Why do we do that? And again, the most egregious of it all right now, right now, this very day, they're talking about cutting unemployment benefits while we have just had two major layoffs announced in the state. Are they so blind? Are they so uncaring? Is the cruelty the point? Let's just see what we can do to hurt more people. God, I hate to think that's the case, although I know some of these guys in that legislature, and I think in some cases it is. But why can't we... Elect reasonable, reasonable Republicans. I'd like us to have reasonable Democrats, but why can't we elect reasonable Republicans?
2: Well, the Democrats are going to have to get the the true Democrats are going to have to get involved in that. Yes, then, Howard. If are. you want change, then you're going to have to nudge those people out of office. You're absolutely right. And you're not going to get a Democrat to come in there yet. Yeah. Because this wave isn't over yet. So no, you better wave, find a Republican you can work
1: with. Well, that's exactly right. So yeah, it's it just it just it just is. Um, Every time I read a story out of Charleston, Brad McElhaney or Stephen Adams writing it or Amelia Nicely, who's with us later on today, I just want to I just want to cry. I just want to try and cry. Phil Kabler on the Charleston Gazette, the columnist over the weekend, uh, took a look at some of the things they have been doing. And I'll get to that later on. Just run some of these down. Some of the ways that the cruelty is the point. Get to that later on. Right now, though, it's 7.36, 24 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Time for us to check into the Ohio Valley newsroom. Taylor Long's got headlines for us.
3: Good Monday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this February the 26th. Starting in Hancock County this morning, if you're planning to drive over the Jennings-Randolph Bridge, you might run into some delays this week. Officials with the WVDOH say a portion of U.S. Route 30, both east and westbound lanes on the Jennings-Randolph Bridge, will be reduced to one lane beginning this Wednesday and continuing through Sunday, March 31st. The lane restrictions are necessary for bridge maintenance. Drivers are being reminded to reduce speed and expect delays. Now over to Harrison County, 7 News is your local election headquarters. There's talk of a new levy that could help support the growing services of the health department. The commission has given the green light to a resolution for extra funding, but this is just the beginning. Next, the county auditor needs to certify it, and then it's off to the Board of Elections. The commission members believe this increase is crucial to keep the current services running smoothly. Now officials hope to have the levy on the November ballot. Euphoric Donuts had a fantastic start, selling out during their soft launch. The buzz is building as more people are stopping by, all leading up to the grand opening on March 10th. You can treat yourself to some unique flavors like Biscoff cookie butter, raspberry cheesecake, and the timeless classic, glaze of course. Cameron Mitchell, the proud owner, is soaking up the learning experience and is excited about the future of his gourmet donut shop. From 12pm to 4pm on March 10th, Euphoric Donuts will have their ribbon-cutting ceremony, giveaways, and special-flavored donuts will be featured at the grand opening. It's an event you do not want to miss. And Wheeling Heritage and the YWCA had a cool invite for you this weekend. To join them in celebration of rhythm and rhyme, they hosted a hip-hop, a black-tie affair, a nod to the vibrant creativity that MCs and DJs have been sparking for almost half a century. That was a look at your headlines. Have a marvelous Monday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you.
0: Why, just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real Steel, find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies.
2: My name is Waleed Garib. I'm an interventional cardiologist at WVU Reynolds Memorial Hospital. One thing that I would like people in this Ohio Valley and across West Virginia, and really across the country to know, the goal of healthcare is not to help you get by. It's not just to keep you alive. It's to help you thrive. And if we can get you back to your 100% potential, that's our goal, and we're gonna keep working at it until we get as close to it as possible
3: looking to buy or sell a home for a reliable experienced agent that has been serving the tri-state area for over 30 years contact denise Pavlik, realtor salesperson with paul associates in the glendale marshall county office at 304-281-5250
0: he has his say You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. The
3: alarm clock tingling, ringing in my head. I woke up dog tired, beat down half
1: dead swore at my alarm clock this morning.
0: I don't usually do that, but when that alarm went
1: off, it was like, you
4: said, just
1: stop it. I just wasn't quite ready to get up. You know what I'm saying?
2: I know what you're saying, but it's not the alarm clock's fault, Howard.
1: Well, I it <laughs> I gotta blame
2: somebody. I gotta blame somebody.
1: 741, 19 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. An interesting weekend weather-wise. Adam Fike is here to talk about what we've had and where we are going. Good morning, Adam how are you? Good. What an unusual weekend. A Saturday, it, it just Saturday in itself was a strange day. Uh, lots of snow in the morning, ice and some problems on the roads. And then by late in the day, we turned into a sunny day. And that beautiful, yesterday was a gorgeous day yesterday.
4: It was beautiful, but I think that's the prime example of Ohio Valley weather in the winter, transitioning into spring, where you can see one thing, one minute, and then the next minute is completely different.
1: <laughs> well, I guess, I guess so. But, I mean, from from a, a snowy, icy, actually dangerous Saturday morning to an almost, not almost, it was a spring-like day yesterday. I don't know what the temperature ended up at, but it was warm. The sun was great. Um, we were watching my grandson. We were outside. He wanted to play on a scooter, so he was scootering up and down the street. It was good to get outdoors and do that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, so from from winter to spring, in less than twenty four hours.
4: Oh, absolutely! We got out. We ended up actually getting into the upper forties, not quite the fifties, but today we keep the sunshine and we even get into the sixties.
1: Yeah, and we're so gonna more be, It's going to be a warm week all week, right? We might have some rain, which we'll talk about in a minute, but it's going to be a warm week.
4: I would say warm week overall. We're like last week. We're going to see one day where it's cold, and then the rest is 50s and 60s. So like you said, we see rain. I would see that the middle-ish of the week. So Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll see showers, maybe a few thunderstorms, especially Wednesday. Might be a little bit breezy, some gusts of wind up to 40 to 50 miles an hour. But then Thursday, once that cold front moves through, we drop into the 30s. So Thursday morning, once again, could see one another round of those lake effects, snow showers, only in the morning. So like Saturday, we could see a few lake effects, snow showers in the morning, but by the afternoon, it's sunshine again in the 30s.
1: And temperature's 60-ish most of the week? Is You said there's one day where we're going to not have that, right? Yep. Today,
4: tomorrow, Wednesday, we're in the low 60s. Thursday, we dip into the 30s just briefly, but by Friday, we're back to sunshine and in the 50s, where we're likely back into the 60s for the weekend.
1: Okay. And the weekend's going to be pretty nice, right?
4: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Even not to get your hopes up, but once it's very likely looking like once we get to Monday of next week, we're going to see an extended period where temperatures could be pretty warm. So that okay. means Sunday possibly at the earliest, but next week and the following week, we could possibly hit the 70s.
0: Well, the weather
1: doesn't always follow the calendar, unfortunately, but the calendar tells us that tomorrow is the last day of February and then Wednesday is the first day of March. So, um, if you look at the calendar, at least feel hope, I guess, right?
4: Absolutely, because what is it exactly? I think, yeah, Friday is our first day of March, and surprisingly, we, worry we go from winter-like weather on Thursday and then Friday, it's March, which is actually meteorological spring, not astronomical spring. It feels and looks like spring when we hit March first.
1: I asked you this uh, last week, and I, I apologize because I don't remember when is the astrological spring. And I think you once did, again, you, I you, you I had to go like look it up, up if I remember correctly. <laughs> so I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot again.
4: Nineteenth,
1: nineteenth. That's what I thought. And then daylight savings time, maybe a week after that. I think something like that. So we're we're heading there. We're getting there. We're getting to, we're getting to springtime. Uh, just not, just not there yet. It won't be there this week. We might see a little bit. Might see a little bit of snow on Thursday. But otherwise, again, I don't. Warm temperatures and and rain. I don't mind. I can live with that. That's okay. To me, that says spring, anyways.
4: I mean, I'm just as fudged. We could get a couple rumbles of thunder, but that's just me being <laughs> a weirdo who likes storms.
1: <laughs> did you uh, go out to dinner uh, on on uh, what Friday night? Saturday? Friday night, right? Friday was date night.
4: Yeah, actually, technically, we did both. We went out to Longhorn Friday night in St. Clairsville. That's right. And then my life group went to Applebee's for appetizers. We had, oh my goodness, I lost count. Every, we didn't order any actual, I don't want to say actual food, but we didn't order any entrees. We just ordered appetizers.
1: <laughs> you can do that at Applebee's. Yeah, I, I've done that before. It was
4: fantastic. We still paid what we normally would. We just filled up on appetizers, because why not?
1: <laughs> yeah, and my wife, uh, my wife went out to Applebee's with her sister-in-law on Friday and uh, brought a couple of the appetizers back and then the next day said well i'm going to eat the uh, leftover shrimp was that okay and i said no you're not because um (laughs) i did it yesterday (laughs) (laughs) but uh, i haven't been i personally have been to applebee's for a good while i have to give that a try one of these days uh longhorn good 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 steak was it
4: oh very yummy very very yummy very juicy
1: do you like the whole Megillah? Do you get the baked potato and all that kind of stuff when you get to, when you get a steak dinner?
4: Oh, absolutely! Have to get a bake. If I'm getting steak, I have to get a baked
1: potato. I'm pretty standard, you know, fair. Give me a a, a great big ribeye, medium rare, with a baked potato, sour cream, butter, and a side salad. We'll I have to have a salad after all, uh, man. And uh, usually an appetizer of some kind over there at Longhorn too. So, it's. Um, that's a good meal. I enjoy that. Hopefully you did too. And Abby did it too, I assume.
4: Very yummy. She didn't finish, but I, of course, finished and had her
1: leftovers. Exactly. <laughs> I catch it. I catch it completely. All right, Adam. Uh, let's see. What do I have? I've got forty-two at the airport, thirty-seven at the Highlands, only twenty-eight in my backyard in Elm Grove. So it's cool out there, unless my weather station is broken, which it could be. Uh, Thirty degrees. Thirty. No, thirty-seven here, right, Bob? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven here at the Watchdog Radio go. Network Studio. So there we go. Okay, Adam. Appreciate your time today. We'll do it again tomorrow. Thanks a lot, sir. Back to you tomorrow. Thank you. 13 to the hour, Watchdog Morning Show underway. So a nice day today uh, and then a rainy but nice day the next couple days. Maybe some light snow on Thursday. Definitely going to drop into the 30s. Going to be a cold day, just like it was Saturday. We had all those 50-degree temperatures and then, boom, down to the 30s, then back up again.
2: You know, I uh, I read Yahoo uh, the news and the weather and the sports I thought there was a major storm heading. They said the east uh, coming, it seemed like, from west. Maybe it's going north and it's going to miss us again, Howard. But uh, they were tracking a storm as uh, as late as last night was watching this. Now, I know, I'm not saying it was for today, but I think in the, in the middle of the week. Well, thank you for alerting me to that. Said it was heading to the east, and That's I was nice. watching it, you know. and We're northeast, so we'll have to, we'll have to see. I didn't. I'm just... I'm just reporting. Well, you know, even though we're coming
1: out of winter and into spring, I have to be prepared for doing the home broadcast. Also, I got thinking, yes, over the weekend, when that traffic problem begins in Elm Grove.
2: (laughs) Where's Howard? He's home.
1: It may be time to break out the home studio again. I have not been to the home studio for quite some time. I'm enjoying being here back in the studio again after a couple years uh, broadcasting from home. But I got to tell you, I was thinking about that. Eh, Maybe it's time for the home studio broadcast again. Uh, That's until the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Coming up next hour, a little bit of fun. We'll talk about Memories of the Mound, going down to Moundsville, trying to remember some of the old days in Moundsville. Randy, I forgot to bring my book in this morning. I was going to bring my book, my copy of the book, and I didn't. Anyway, uh, Randy Chamberlain has written that book, Memories from Around the Mound. Uh, Came out at Christmas time. really did well here in the Upper Ohio Valley. We've had Randy in a couple times, and I want to bring him in every once in a while. Just pick a couple of the chapters he has in his book and talk about them. We'll do that coming up in the next hour of the show, and find out if he's got another book coming or not. All that's coming up in the next hour. Then uh, Wheeling Mayor Glenn Elliott, who is on his way to transform into U.S. Senate candidate Glenn Elliott, is going to join us. And Amelia Nicely from the West Virginia Watch online newspaper and I will talk about arming teachers in the classroom in West Virginia. All this is coming up, but before we get to that, Slider is up with sports, and that's coming up next.
0: Judge Ron Wilson was born and raised his family here in West Virginia. He is the most experienced judge in our mountain state. During his years serving the citizens of Hancock, Brook, and Ohio counties, Judge Wilson was selected to sit on the Supreme Court, was voted judge of the year, and was selected in 2023 for judicial excellence. Let's keep Judge Ron Wilson. I'm Judge Ron Wilson. And I respectfully ask for your vote.
3: Paid for by the committee to keep Ron Wilson judge.
4: Over the past five years, Matt Jones Pre-Owned Auto has helped over 1,500 hardworking Ohio Valley residents obtain financing on the vehicle of their dreams. We have experienced tremendous growth, which has allowed us more financing to further help our fellow residents. From second chance finance to very competitive rates and terms, Matt Jones Pre-Owned Auto has it all with inventory to fit everyone's needs. That's Matt Jones Pre-Owned Auto, your largest independent area used car depot in the Respects Plaza in Elm Grove. Like us on Facebook, check out our website, mattjonespreowned.com, or give us a call, 304-905-8302.
0: Motto Mortgage Valor is a locally owned and operated mortgage brokerage where they can shop your loan to multiple lenders with just one credit pull. Whether you're a first time homebuyer or a real estate investor looking to expand your portfolio, they have you covered. Connected to a large network of lenders and a vast selection of loan products, they can match your unique needs and qualifications with the perfect loan options available. Unlike banks and retail lenders, they have access to an expansive menu of loan products and credit scenarios to help a wider range of borrowers and investors. mortgage valor offering you more loan products than anyone in the area call 304-905-8525
1: the highland sports complex is the ohio valley's most exciting place to play a state-of-the-art facility offering fun for the whole family with a climbing wall arcade indoor turf hardwood courts classes and camps for kids and adults plus you can take a break in the on-site cafe Learn more online at hitthehighlands.com or better yet, stop in and visit the Highlands Sports Complex at the top of the hill off I-70.
0: Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Nothing to do but forever days and Mondays always get me dry. Well,
1: today's not the rainy day. The rainy days come after today, but uh, it is Monday. 752, 8 been, before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Frio Stack Auction Service text line is 304-214-1600. Feel free to use it. Howard, are employers required to pay into unemployment benefits? How could they take that away? Yes, employers do pay into unemployment and they're not going to – let me be clear. When I said they're talking about cutting unemployment benefits, the state legislature, they're talking about cutting the amount of time you can receive benefits. And I don't have the numbers in front of me, but you currently can re- get benefits for X number of weeks. They want to cut the number of weeks down that you can get it. Bob, you went through that at one point, didn't I you? I
2: did, and you I, You just gave me a, a flashback, Howard. You know, this thing all kind of started when uh, – right coming uh, out of the the, the pandemic – right. When uh, uh, Jim Justice was one of the governors that said, no, 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 we're going to do it a little bit different here in West Virginia. We're going to cut these bonus benefits out way before the rest of the nation did. So, to answer the text, I think they can pretty much do what they want. And they have for some time now.
1: Yeah, you you don't, but they're not eliminating them. When I say cut unemployment benefits, I don't mean they're getting rid of them. They're simply trimming them. Again, it's not even that, I don't think they're looking at changing the dollar amount. It's just that. I, again, I, I apologize. I should know that instead of getting twenty six weeks, they wanted you to get thirteen weeks, something like that. They cut the number of weeks,
2: and they didn't cut it back then either. However, remember the the, the federal government gave a bonus, and it was going to go During like the to,
1: pandemic. They, they bumped all the all employment
2: benefits bumped up. And yeah. let's say it was going to go to January first. Right. Well, Jim Justice, playing politics, going against the Democratic plan, said, "No, we're going to cut that out in, in uh, July," and you or got caught, June or something. And you got caught in that, right? I get caught up in that. Yes, yeah, you know that's.
1: Um, again, the cruelty is the point. point six before the hour watchdog morning show, but there's nothing cruel about the sport. Well, there is some stuff cruel about the sports world. Come to think of it, but nonetheless, nothing cruel about slider on sports. And
2: Howard, I don't have this in my report today. I just saw it on the screen. You know how, when there's a big upset, you'll storm the the, the court or the field. Yeah, yeah. I guess it happened yesterday, uh, against Duke and one of their star players, maybe they, their star player injured? was injured because hey. of the crowd. So they might, I don't know, I don't know if he can do anything about that or not, but I'll have more on Slatter on Sports with that tomorrow. Yesterday afternoon in Pittsburgh, the Penguins got a much-needed win over the Philadelphia Flyers. The Penguins hold on, and they win 7-6. to six. Pittsburgh captain Sidney Crosby had a huge game. He has a goal and four assists. Brian Rust scored two, two goals and a helper. Not a great game for Penguin goaltender Tristan Jari. He faced only t- 22 shots, but allowed six goals. Next up for the Pens, they head to the West Coast to take on Vancouver tomorrow night. That's a 10 o'clock Eastern time start. It was a very busy weekend for the Wheeling Nailers. They were home Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. On Friday, they lose to the Fort Wayne Comets 5-3. to On Saturday, the Nailers beat the Kalamazoo Wings 2-1. And then yesterday afternoon, Kalamazoo still in town. The Wings take the second game. It was Kalamazoo 5, Wheeling Nailers 3. What are you hearing about attendance of the Nailers? They, they, it, I asked my boys. They said, you know, because they were on a winning streak, I think pretty good.
1: Jason but, Jason, and some of his friends went Friday night. Maybe that's why we had Teddy come kind of to think of it. Um, he said
2: it was a really good crowd.
1: Yeah, it, was, I, it was really good. Now, I think Frosty Fridays always help bring out a good crowd. Good
2: promotions and a good winning streak will do that, yep, Howard. Yep. It's a WVU men's basketball night on the Watchdog Radio Network. The Mountaineers travel to Kansas to face Kansas State. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock. We'll get on the air with the pregame show at 6. And we had a big uh, Major League Baseball-free agent signing yesterday. The Chicago Cubs re-signed Cody Bellinger to a three-year, $80 million contract last year bellinger led the cubs in hitting batting 307 he knocked in then 97 runs and he hit 90 or geez. let me say that again he <laughs> knocked in 97 runs and he hit 26 home runs Slatter on sports time 756
1: sports talk coming up this afternoon with uh, seth stasky at uh, 12 o'clock Pine Room Boys at two. It says here. I guess uh, they're coming in a little bit later than usual.
2: Well, no, they do the hour gig on uh, Monday. Oh, they doing oh, an okay. From two to three, yes. All right. Sports Map from one to
1: two o'clock uh, coming up uh, today on the uh, Pine Room Boys. that will be in at two o'clock. I never know where they are. Or what they're they're going. everywhere. Howard. They're everywhere. I've been. I, I'm on. I'm a. Uh, I've liked their Facebook pages and their Twitter accounts, and. They're everywhere. I mean, they were doing live <laughs> from the are. Tough Man Contest. They've been live at they the They don't nailers. rush too much hour. No,
2: seriously. I thought about this. Do they sleep? I mean. You know, even when they go to the Nailer games, those guys are working. They're doing a podcast. Yeah, they're doing, they're 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 doing always,
1: something. That's, they're always doing, you know, some kind of a live report. And good on them. Good on them. Pine Room Boys uh, coming up this afternoon at 2 here on the Watchdog. Hey, uh, next yeah, next week, a week from today, is the ending of an online auction that's, uh, that Frio and Stack are doing. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's underway, I guess, right now. It's an online auction only. Uh, you got this week to get your bids in. The bidding closes on Monday, uh, next Monday, a week from today, starting at 10 o'clock. Uh, but it is a live internet auction. Uh, and you can go to freeonstack.com, click bid if you want to, click the uh, preview and look at some of the stuff that's there. As always, Bob, they have a large assortment of items available
2: typical uh, Frio Stack auction, a little bit for everyone, collectibles. There's really nice uh, coin sets. And the one that keeps jumping at me, Howard, pe- most people are going to say, well, you're a dope. Why would you want that? Well, where are you going to find another one? 1968 Wheeling City Directory. Wouldn't that be cool just to go through? Yeah, if you're it's a history a, fan. Yes, or I am. Account, you know, you want to say, well, what, what was what was big?
1: Who was here in 1968 businesses? All you need is a phone book, and it'll tell you everything. You know, it was here in 1968. Who were the businesses that were... Uh, that were active in 1968
2: and we have plenty of time uh, this uh, auction will go on c- uh, continue online until next monday and you know how it works at 10 o'clock it starts winding down with the number one lot number and it goes through all of them starting next monday so you have plenty of time to go to frio and uh, stack.com and check it out and remember
1: it is an online only auction so you want to go online Look at the preview items. Get an idea if there's something you're interested in. If you are, then you can bid right there online. And the online auction does close. The bidding closes a week from today, beginning at 10 o'clock. So seven days and um, what two hours, I guess. We'll countdown, begin- hour.
2: <laughs> What's that? I said the countdown. The
1: countdown has begun to the closing of the Free and Stack auction. And find out more about Frio and Stack by going to their website, frioandstack.com. They also provide us with our Frio and Stack auction service hotlines. And great guys they are. 304-232-8255 to call us or 304-214-1600 to text us if you would like to. Happy to do that. Uh, Started off this morning with a leftover text from Friday. I'm telling you, that may have been the single most texted day I've ever had of uh, this text line. People talking about the restaurants they missed in days gone by. Uh, you can text anything that you'd like to this morning. But right now it's 8 o'clock. ABC covers the world. We'll go down some Moundsville memories next hour. 98.1 AM
0: 1600 WKKX Wheeling. FM 97.7 AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville.